Hello, and welcome to episode 31 of The Modern Manager. I'm your host, Mamie Canfor-Stewart. Today's episode is about looking at your team's development and growth goals the way that we often look at our own personal growth goals, especially around this time of year. New Year's resolutions to eat healthy or read more books or spend more time with your family, whatever it is that you'll be committing to on January 1st, it doesn't and shouldn't be limited to just you. Before I get into it, just a quick note that as always, there is an episode guide to help you implement what I talk about today. You can get it when you join the Modern Manager community on Patreon at p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash modern manager. More on that at the end of the episode. Now on to the show. You're listening to The Modern Manager, a podcast dedicated to helping you be a rock star boss with a thriving team. Whether you're looking to upgrade your meetings, cultivate your team, or grow as a leader, this podcast is for you. Now here's your host, Mamie Canfor-Stewart. According to Daniel Pink, there are 86 days that we consider to be a good day for a fresh start. And of course, the biggest of all of them is the new year. But the first of every month or every Monday or even the first Monday of each quarter, all of these are equally powerful days for a fresh start. And I mention this because you may be listening to this episode right after it airs during the last few days of December. But you may also be listening to this much later when it's the middle of February or late September, and that is fine too. You can take what you learn here and start implementing it on any timeline. It just so happens to be that this episode is inspired by the age-old tradition of a New Year's resolution and personal growth goals. So as we prepare for another year, many of you, I'd expect, are doing some reflection on yourself, on your personal goals. I've been thinking about these things quite a bit lately. What do I want to accomplish next year? What skills or competencies do I want to develop? What do I want to let go of? And what do I need to do more of? I try to frame my responses both as outcomes and behaviors. For example, one thing that I know I want to do more of is ask for help. I often feel like when I ask for help, I'm bothering someone. And I know that's not true, but it feels that way because we're all so busy. Who has an extra 10 or 20 or 30 minutes to help me with something that they don't get value from doing? And to be totally honest, I've got a little bit of that confidence issue going on where I think, hey, I'm a capable person. I can figure this out. But realistically and productivity-wise, both of those reasons are ridiculous. I mean, first, most people actually like to help other people out. I know I do. And yes, there are times when I'm too busy or I'm just not interested. But the vast majority of the time, I can make 10 minutes to help a friend or a colleague. Plus, it feels good to be asked for my advice or my expertise. And second, I'm sure I would get a better outcome in less time if I just asked for help instead of trying to figure things out on my own. Other people have expertise and learnings that I can benefit from. A quick example is from when I started this podcast. A good friend of mine does voiceover work, and I thought about emailing her with some questions about microphones and recording apps and studio setups, but I didn't because I didn't want to bother her. Then when I saw her a few weeks later, it came up in conversation, and she was so extremely helpful, and I was hitting myself for not asking her sooner. So asking for help more often is one of my personal growth goals for this coming year. But it's not enough to simply set a goal. If I don't translate that goal into how I'm going to act differently this year or I make a plan for how I'm going to develop this new skill or whatever it is that I want to do, I'll probably get stuck feeling like another year is passing by and my goal is slipping away. So how will I be sure to ask for help more often? 
Well, I'm still figuring that out exactly, but I imagine that it'll include some combination of adding a question to my regular reflection time, like what or who can help me this coming week, or where would I have benefited from asking for help? I also imagine I'll find a book or two on the topic, maybe a podcast episode to listen to, and of course, I'll talk to my coach about how she can help hold me accountable. Maybe I'll even make a list of 25 people in my life who I admire or who are experts in something relevant to my work, and then I can use that as a reference when I need it. The point is, I'm going to make a plan so that going into 2019, I know not only how I want to grow, but also how I'm going to get there. But this isn't just about me or you individually. Teams have goals and skills and competencies too. So the question I have for you is, how is your team going to get stronger this coming year? What growth or self-improvement or development goals do you have for your team collectively? This can be anything from making faster decisions to reducing the number of meetings you have to how you deal with conflict or to generating more creative ideas. Maybe just this question alone has sparked ideas for what your team's goal should be. But if not, that's okay because step one is deciding on the growth goal and sometimes it's gonna come from you as the manager and sometimes it's gonna come from the team collectively. So let's take each of these two approaches separately for now, since the process of getting your team invested in this growth journey looks a little different for each one. So to start, let's assume you know exactly what you want your team's growth goal to be. To help make this more concrete, we're going to use an example of wanting to spend 20% less time in meetings. So first, write down why this goal matters to you. What problems are your current meetings causing? How will you personally benefit from spending less time in meetings? How will your team benefit and the organization as a whole? To some extent, you're really preparing to make a case to the team to get their buy-in. So be sure you're thinking about it from their perspective too, that what's in it for me reason. Once you've got your thoughts on paper, you can raise the topic with your team. Either add a section to the agenda of your regular team meeting or schedule a separate meeting, whichever works better for you. During this meeting, introduce the concept of a team growth or development goal. Make the point that this is about everyone together getting better, not just any one person. And in fact, ideally, you'll choose something that one person alone can't solve. Now it's time to introduce the topic that you've selected. Share the topic or the goal and explain why it matters, hence why you wrote this down before, because you want to be prepared. Ask the team if they've experienced the same frustrations or pain points that you have, and if they feel they'll benefit from the improvement goal that you're suggesting. If the rest of your team doesn't feel bought in, you're going to have a much harder time. So listen to their answer seriously. If there isn't enthusiasm or at a minimum commitment, consider changing the growth goal. And you can use the following process in the moment to help you come to the right goal for the team for that year. So now let's assume that maybe you have a few ideas of team development goals, but nothing stands out or you really want the team to generate the idea itself. So in this case, you'll want to start similarly by having a meeting with your team and introducing the concept of a team growth goal, but then you're going to open it up for a brainstorm. Ask people to write down areas where they feel the team could improve. I've included a list of ideas in the episode guide to help get you started, but really anything goes. After a few minutes of quiet writing, ask people to share what they wrote down and one sentence of why it matters. Then cluster the ideas and collectively agree to one area to begin with. Once you've decided on the goal, now it's time to get clear on the plan. And you can do this in the same meeting or at a second meeting, or have someone put together a draft plan that gets shared with the team for enhancement. 
Regardless of what approach you use, you need to have a plan for what success looks like and how you'll achieve it. So with our example of 20% less time in meetings, your plan may look something like this. Our goal, by the end of 2019, spend 20% less time in meetings than our 2018 benchmark. Our milestones and indicators of success. By the end of Q1, we expect a small reduction of maybe 5-10% to while we focus on learning and experimenting. By the end of Q2, we expect a solid reduction of 10-15%. to By the end of Q3, we expect 15-20% to reduction. And then finally, by end of Q4, we'll have at least a 20% reduction. By making quarterly milestones that break down your goal, you're setting the pacing for change and you're helping people feel it's reasonable as well as keeping yourselves accountable to the overall goal because you're going to check in at least quarterly. All right, now you need your action plan. How are you going to hit that first QN milestone? Well, you're going to need to establish a baseline for the current time spent in meetings. You're also going to need to do some group learning. Are there books you can read as a team, maybe one or two chapters a month, and then meet to discuss what you learned and what you're going to try implementing? Side note, If improving your meetings does end up being your team goal, you should check out my book, Momentum, which you can buy on Amazon or on my website if you're buying in bulk and you can get a group discount. But you don't have to read a book. Maybe there are articles that you'll want to read together or even reading an article during a meeting so that it's not pre-work if you're worried that people won't do it. Or maybe there's someone from another team in your organization who does this particular thing really well and they can come and talk with your team about how it works on their team. Perhaps there's an online course or a webinar or some other resource that you can collectively use. In any case, you'll want to schedule regular learning, reflection, and decision-making sessions for the whole team so you'll have time to focus on your goal. So every four to six weeks, plan for an hour to learn or debrief on the learnings and reflect on what's working and what you want to try next and agree on those next steps. If we go back to our meetings example, One thing you may decide to try is to only invite those who are necessary to the meeting and then invite other people as optional so they can decide if the meeting is a good use of their time or not. After a few weeks of trying this, you'll hopefully have a lot to share about how it's working and how it's not working. Maybe no one is opting out of meetings because they realize that they're not getting a recap afterwards. So if they don't go to the meeting, they don't know what's going on, which means that next you'll need to work on sharing meeting notes. Or maybe there are some people who are still inviting everyone without differentiating between those who are necessary and those who are optional. If that's the case, why are they doing this? How will you encourage them and then hold them accountable to being more discerning about who they invite? As you approach your quarterly milestones, take another accounting and measure your progress. If you hit the goal, celebrate, both by acknowledging the effort that has gone into making the change and by sharing how you've already felt the benefits. This will help build momentum to keep going. If you've missed your mark, collectively reflect on why. Did you try a bunch of things that just didn't pay off? Did you kind of neglect the goal and maybe not follow through on your plan and not put enough effort? Were some people really invested and maybe others less so? Whatever it is, acknowledge it. Something held your team back and that's okay. But make a new plan and recommit to doing better this next quarter. Remember, this is a year-long goal, so just because you missed one milestone doesn't mean you should abandon it altogether. By making a team growth goal, you'll not only improve how your team works, but you'll also reinforce the idea that growth and development are important to success. You'll role model that we all have things we can be better at. 
and that you need to make a plan and regularly check in if you actually want to get better and make change. You've likely made a New Year's resolution at one point in your life or another. And based on the numbers, you've also probably given up on it. I know I have. But this time, this year, let's make it happen. Set a goal for yourself and one for your team. Crystallize the milestones and make a learning and growth plan. Schedule in time for reflection and find ways to be accountable to putting in the effort. Celebrate your wins no matter how small and don't let a lack of progress or your busy schedule deter you from achieving what you set out to do. May your next year, whether it start on January 1st or March 17th, be one of learning and growth for you and your whole team. If you're interested in the guide for this episode, which outlines the process I mentioned in detail and has additional examples and recommendations, go to patreon.com slash modernmanager and join the community. When you do, you'll also get access to all the prior episode guides and special guest bonuses. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash modernmanager, and the link is in the show notes. If you've subscribed to my newsletter, you'll also have the mini guide for this episode in your inbox. If you've not yet subscribed, go to mamieks.com slash miniguides with an S at the end to get it. Lastly, if you're looking at how to improve your management skills for this coming year, I would love to work with you. I have a few additional spots that I'm opening up for new coaching clients. Shoot me an email or reach out on LinkedIn or go to my website, mamieks.com. There are lots of ways to find me. I would love to be part of your 2019 growth. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. Happy holidays. And until next time. Meetings are one of the most critical components of healthy collaboration and teams are at the heart of how we work. Meteor helps you use your time in meetings productively, build healthy relationships with your colleagues and move work forward. To learn how we do it, visit meteor.com. That's M-E-E-T-E-O-R.com. You've been listening to The Modern Manager. You're already becoming a rock star boss of a thriving team, I can tell. To ensure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player and join the mailing list at mamieks.com slash podcast. That's M-A-M-I-E-K-S dot com slash podcast to get show notes and other special content delivered directly to your inbox. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.